Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode 5. My name is Boris Kraba, CEO of Ergonope and Strix. Strix is an agency and enterprise partner of Shopware. My name is Thomas. I'm owner of Shopware e-commerce, enterprise partner in the Netherlands. Our guest for today is Stefan Hamann. Hi, Stefan. Good afternoon. How are you? Nice for you to join our podcast this time. And we're looking very much to your stories and uh, all your opinions about things happening these days. If there is someone listening who doesn't know who you are, can you please tell us what's your business and what's your business with Shopware especially? Yes, of course. Hi, my name is Stefan Hamann. I am the joint founder and CEO of Shopware together with my brother for more than 20 years now. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this uh, podcast. Thank you. Okay. Thomas, I think we can have right now some fanfare just for us, not, not for you, Stefan, but for us that we managed to invite you. So thank you very much for finding time. We know it's uh, busy. Uh, we're also like recording at the evening um, because it's hard to find to hard, find, uh, hard to find the time during the day uh, nowadays. So the first question uh, would be: How does your work look like right now? How it is to manage, you know, shopware for, with the crisis uh, when everybody is locked down? Uh, locked down when people work from home. Uh, you have a nice, uh, nice office which we visited a few times. So is it closed right now or, or do people come to work uh, or you work from home? How does it, how does it look like? Um, thank you. It was a very good question, of course. We uh, decided nearby two months ago to uh, yeah, let uh, all employees work from home because of Corona. And uh, my, first, uh, yeah, my first idea uh, then was, uh, oh my God, uh, how is it going? Uh, yeah. How is it uh, uh, going to be? Will they be productive? Will everything work? Uh, and to be absolutely honest to you, it was such a great experience. So everybody was working, let's say, at perfect speed and uh, perfect pr productive. And that was really important mindset change for me as a CEO that uh, um, also in the future, it's... Uh, absolutely uh, yeah absolutely or it doesn't matter anymore where people are located so that is quite an important learning i think that many uh, CEO, ceos um, had these days but of course it's uh, yeah it's even important to take care about the company culture so it's also a learning that we have taken so just uh, for instance, uh, every every morning, me or my brother recording a video for the uh, team with some state of the company updates, with some personal words and uh, what is happening and what is um, uh, yeah happening next. That that is just an uh, yeah example, uh, but it's quite important to don't uh, or to make it uh, you have a good uh, communication to the team and that the team had, uh, has a good feel feeling about how is the company going and uh, what are the CEOs doing. Yes, that's uh, that's true. I agree with you. We had uh, we had locally the same challenge that uh, 
next day after lockdown i was so stressed like uh, how we will help them everybody's at home do they have everything what they need that uh, are we managed to keep you know the speed of uh, of work and are we going to deliver as good as we are doing from the office so it's the same yeah. feeling that people really made unbelievable thing they managed to reorganize and many of them are working you know from home with kids with uh, um tough situation if you don't have a big house with many rooms it's 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 very hard yeah. as a programmer as a developer to have a pressure of the project deadline and you know your kids running around and you have to do the school with them but but people manage to do it so it's it's also big big thing to to thank i think all all, all the people around for uh for the engagement and uh how does it look like also from the customer side because you you have a very direct shopware there's a very direct uh, contact with many customers uh you have uh, a great uh, great support also for 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 customers so what do you see also as a trends you know right now looking at uh, what the customers are doing uh during during that time because you probably have the biggest overview of many businesses many different countries many different uh, types of e-commerces from very small ones up to up to the big ones yeah yeah absolutely uh, right so um what we see is that first of all most of our merchants have sorted themselves yeah very well i would say and it was also very important so that they can meet the increased demand well currently but to be honest it strongly depends on the industry so we see areas which uh, uh, make two or three times more turnover compared to the pre-corona period and, and others have experienced significant uh, declines in business just like selling events or something like that is not working yeah. uh, these times so i think um, overall the result is a much stronger e-commerce in the end uh, now and also in the future i think so the penetration is uh, uh, growing a lot th these days and we see uh, yeah corona a little bit like catalysator uh, for e-commerce in uh, germany but also in all other, other markets where we have merchants and also if we take a look in the long term a little bit we think there will be some kind of market shakeout so the market will further consolidate and there will be of course a lot of space and room for many new merchants and new digital business ideas and something like that yeah mm -hmm. and uh stefan i also during this uh, corona period and especially in the beginning i also read your blog about uh, how you are doing businesses and uh, there was one interesting project that was the, the downtown.shop initiative and um, yeah. I don't I don't think everybody who's listening or maybe no one is listening but we'll we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but can you tell the, the guys and, and girls who are listening what is this downtown.shop project and yep. what's the current status so um, as at the beginning of the corona crisis uh, we thought about what are options and uh, possibilities to help the merchants from the let's say stationary st 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 uh, context or from the retail context and also the local the local businesses yeah 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 yes the local businesses because of they have a really different level of let's say digital uh, maturity so there are uh, yeah retailers that don't have uh, e-commerce or online shop for reasons 
and mm -hmm. often they are not able to uh, yeah, let's say to establish a professional e-commerce strategy or something like that so downtown is a little bit um, an approach is based on shop there six technically yeah uh, also open source um, open source on github and uh, the idea is to remove or to drastically reduce everything in terms of complexity. So the goal is that you can uh, start selling your products within two minutes. You have uh, local payment available. You can uh, uh, also, well, don't have to take care about shipping. So everything is uh, really some kind of business in a box approach. Yeah, It's quite easy. Um, we have an, an app and you can scan your products to get them online on downtown. So everything is really, really easy cool. to handle. And that is basically the idea. But the main difference between, let's say, downtown and, and classical shop systems like Shopware or Magento or Shopify yeah. is that downtown is targeting the regional and um, local audience. So it's uh, not the plan that you, let's say, launch downtown and then you maybe you are, yeah, you are in a new market, a new market for you with strong competition. From our, from our opinion, it's more important that uh, those retailers can uh, reach their existing and uh, loyal customer base. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and downtown uh, is the answer for that. Okay. And does does it mean that uh, let's say uh, a local farmer from Shoppingen can put his goats and sheep on it as well, or is it just? Uh... Yeah, it's also. Uh, a little bit more abstracted, uh, so you can uh, also sell services, for instance. Okay. So it's not only about um, physical products. Yeah. So if you maybe uh, you just want to sell your services or your time or something like that, or you are maybe a teacher and uh, you want to sell your time, then you can easily do this through downtown and the, let's yeah. say, vision or the, the bigger idea is to have some digital presence of the of, um, of the region so you can yeah. uh, from a customer perspective you maybe you'll find in the future everything what is uh, connected to a to a region uh, doesn't matter if it is a retailer or is it somebody that can offer services or something like that yeah. everything is digitally available on one platform and uh, you can yeah you have a perfect overview about everything <laughs> i think it would be a great solution for the tietmeyer hotel <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yes, yeah. and and what do you think? Because probably right now the project overall slowed down because everybody came back to normal, you know, offline yeah. offline sales. But anyways, yeah. uh, all the experts are saying that end of the year, like uh, October, November, when we had uh, you know a high season for flu, we'll also again have a high season for coronavirus when uh, it, it's going to be you know um, cold uh, we'll, we'll be back uh, to closed you know locations so it will be much easier to to develop so some experts are saying that there is a risk of a second uh, of a second uh, lockdown so do you think that uh, mm -hmm. still the local authorities or local communities should develop or or that this project is uh, was just more like an experiment so what what, what do you think will be the future of, uh, of this project? So it uh, strongly depends, of course, uh, on our ecosystem. So the idea is basically that uh, you or other partners and agencies um, can uh, adapt everything and use it, uh, let's say, in your region, your country, uh, whatever. And that is mm -hmm. already in place. So we uh, have some uh, partners, one, for instance, from Italy, uh, who is launching downtown for 
uh, North Italy. It's going to be uh, available in two or three weeks with uh, several hundreds um, of merchants that are uh, then using this platform. So it's really cool. But to be honest, you are absolutely right. So it's a little bit this uh, yeah, pitfall that with, uh, yeah, with the new situation, so uh, it's more and more uh, open and retailers don't have this major pain anymore in many countries. It's the same situation as every time. So if, if there is no pain anymore, they don't take uh, care so much about, let's say, e-commerce strategies or thinking out of the box, what uh, can I do to... Uh, uh, to get my business uh, through the next years and something like that, and uh, my yeah my personal uh, hopefully that's really a wish of mine. They change their mindset a little bit in the in the upcoming months because of I think it's absolutely necessary that they think about new digital models. Doesn't matter if it is downtown or on shop or let's say some marketplace strategy or something like that. But this um, old-fashioned uh, retail concept is not going to be successful in the future. Yeah. So so looking at this technology in the future, uh, so what are the big you know, um, technologies for the future? Also looking from, from Shopware, from your perspective, uh, did, uh, did coronavirus and the crisis change any of the approaches? What, what do you focus on um, with Shopware right now? Uh, cloud, cloud and cloud. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Quite easy, you know. Uh, uh, to give you a better answer on this, so what we see is um, really people are more and more educated to consume things as a service. So this, this is really a major mm -hmm. trend. And this uh, also affects the B2B software market, of course. So we really think that cloud solutions are become, becoming increasingly uh, flexible in the future. So nowadays it's uh, hardly limited to uh, this is old standard software pitfall so you can only uh, use the standard software in the way the developer but we see uh, uh, yeah i think you already uh, know about it there this major trends no code and low code so we have a very flexible core in the cloud you have flexible and open apis and then uh, in the future you can adjust a lot of behavior and a lot of yeah system logic through um, solutions like our rule builder um, mm -hmm. And that leads to uh, yeah to a much more flexible e-commerce uh, platform that you can use. So that is, I think in the future uh, the world will becoming more and more complex. So that is uh, also the today world is uh, is com complex, yeah. uh, really complex, and it will getting more complex in the future as well. Uh, we see more touch points, more customer groups, uh, more markets, and so on. And uh, what everybody needs is flexibility. That is basically the most important thing. And I think this combination um, of, let's say, uh, solutions from the cloud that can offer uh, yeah, really good time to market and are really fast with the things you want to do uh, together with um, new approaches like no-code and low-code that can provide additional flexibility. Of course, also the work of the agency. So that is a good combination that can uh, will we have a lot of power in the future. Does it does it mean that, uh, what, what does it mean for Shopware? Uh, is Shopware going to still be on-premise and cloud? Or you're more thinking about the direction of having, you know, a full cloud um, solution within, I'm not saying this year probably, but within within few years? It's a really um, interesting question. We will stay to also provide Shopware 
let's say, in various distribution models. So it's uh, for us, uh, cloud is one, let's say, distribution mode that is uh, working for uh, quite a lot of merchants, especially in the future. But of course, there uh, are also merchants that need much more flexibility that uh, literally want, want to change every single line of code or something like that. And for that reason, on-prem uh, will also be yeah, very important in the future, I think. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and uh, Stefan, I also heard some gossiping. I don't know if uh, how well known that is, but uh, since your software model is uh, available on on-premise solution, but also uh, on cloud, uh, you got the interest of the our American friends of Gartner. Is there something you can share about that? So this magic quadrant people. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, we see we see you smiling, but. Um, uh, B2B is, of course, uh, also for us as agencies, but also many clients who are B2B incorporated. So this is, I think, interesting. Can you share us something? Yeah, it's uh, true. So um, we are in contact with Gardner. It's a little bit about um, also to get the experience from Gardner to different uh, questions. So let's say market uh, entry uh, strategies and something like that. So it's really helpful for us to uh, work together with them. Uh, but of course, also um, uh, the chance to get listed in the major quadrant is uh, really, really uh, important. It would be a really important step for us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we have to uh, cross our fingers. So uh, we're hard weeks with a lot of uh, <laughs> questions and talks with them, uh, and hopefully, yeah, we will uh, we will make it on the yeah. major quadrant. Yeah, because the last time I checked, so I think it was out last quarter, you Shopware wasn't in there yet, but so I'm really looking forward yeah. to the next uh, quarterly sessions. And um, but I think you, yeah, um, yeah, you can show the, the these these Gardner people some interesting software because it's and on premise and cloud, and I think that, that triggered them right. So. Um, Oh. Yeah, it's also a little bit about, uh, let's say, this uh, growth journey. So you can easily start in the future with the cloud product. And if you need you get more professional, maybe in the future, you need more flexibility. Yeah. And you can easily switch to distribution mode without losing your invested money. So you can take all yeah. your apps with you and all your data. You don't have this classical vendor lock-in. That's, sorry, upfuck. So you are free uh, in any case, and uh, you are flexible. And I think that is a really, uh, really strong differentiator for yeah. us in the future. Question related to um, uh, to the future, uh, because usually within uh, such a crisis is like right now, there are some uh, some of the you know e-commerce technologies or e-commerce players that might become unicorns, uh, you know, in the future. If you look at Alibaba. Alibaba started their success just uh, after or during the SARS crisis in 2002, when Chinese people get locked, and um, this this gave Alibaba a huge uh, uh, an impact of their of their growth. Now they are uh, you know a leader if you look at the global player. So if you had few thousands per uh, euros, what would you invest in? Uh, what do you think will be big uh, soon? So something that is not yet a unicorn but it might become a unicorn, uh, either technology or, or e-commerce solution uh, soon. Of course, except of shopware. Yeah, I assume that if you have a few, <laughs> few, um, few euros spent, you will invest in shopware. But if yeah. not shopware, if you, if, you, if you have to choose something else. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't have a crystal ball, of course. What I think is that, uh, yeah, that the things that uh, are now happening will shake up the market, of course, but also the balance of power, I think. So there is a really uh, big chance that there are a lot of very important and big uh, players of the future that we maybe don't know today because of yeah. they will be they will be grown. Uh, grow out of the corona crisis and will be uh, maybe the next major uh, companies of the future let's say so of course took uh, i think nowadays you can easily buy uh, stocks from uh, from any company that uh, is doing something with digitalization in the end so everything will profit because of the world will uh, want to make sure that they don't get this problems again in the next lockdown or crisis. So that yeah. will lead to a lot of invest, I think. But this um, yeah, example of Alibaba or, or something like that, um, I strongly believe that that uh, the companies of the next decade, let's say a lot of companies that we don't know today. Yes, that's true. The question is who, who it is, because it would be nice to know now so we <laughs> yeah. can, you know, uh, invest or make some bet or do something uh, do, do do something about it, and also looking yeah. at the uh, at your, your challenges, uh, Shopper Community um, Day uh, is coming, and it's for the first time it's going to be like a full full uh, remote uh, one. So what uh, what do you hope for? What uh, how do how do you think it's going to to look like? Because probably you also have a lot of lot of decision to do a lot of work on. On shopper community day especially that it's uh, that it's, it's done as a remote one for the yeah. first time yeah so my my biggest hope is that we manage to transfer the charm and uh, the community community feeling also uh, digitally so that is uh, of course a challenge for us um, because of normally it is yeah it's really important for us to have this personal contact with the uh, community uh, it's also a chance, of course, so we can uh, provide everything uh, to a much larger uh, audience. So in, uh, in Duisburg, uh, where the Community Day was in the last years, uh, there were, were, let's say, 2,000 people, maybe 2,500 people. Yeah. Um, and we already uh, got more than uh, 1,500 uh, registrations for the Digital Community Day. And uh, there are four weeks to go, so it will be much more um, from the audience, from the let's say bare numbers, and that is also a chance. So as I'm really looking forward, and I um, keeping my fingers crossed that everything will be back to normal next year. But I'm uh, also looking forward to the uh, community day next month. We we'll have a lot of good and interesting updates for the community. Yeah, I haven't registered yet, so you will have uh, one thousand five hundred and one person today because I forgot. I forgot to do it. I forgot to do it. Okay, I think we uh, we, we are coming to the to the part uh, where we ask uh, tough questions. Uh, we called it with Thomas uh, like you know uh, a fast confession. So we will ask you a short question. Uh, for example, skiing or the snowboarding, and you've got like three seconds to answer, and then we'll try to ask why you, for example, selected um, skiing or 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 snowboarding. And uh, the questions are, uh, you know, not 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 easy. So uh, uh, let me ask the first. Let me ask the first uh, the first question. Um, Vue.js or React? 
a Vue.js. Okay. And why Vue.js? Uh, because of uh, Shopware is using Vue.js a lot, and uh, we are also thinking um, Vue.js is uh, yeah, it's, it's open source community. It's uh, from the mindset. It's near to our mindset. Uh, and really cool guys. Magento or Shopify? Magento. Oh, that okay. That's an answer I didn't expect. So, please yeah. tell us some more. Why? I don't like this uh, vendor login. For me, uh, also, if we are choosing business software for Shopware, it's quite important to have the possibility to get all of my data and uh, to being flexible and don't, let's say, uh, being uh, too much uh, depending on some uh, hidden agenda of a really big company, something like that. And yeah. that is uh, basically the reason. Yeah. Interesting, uh, because so focused on the open source model, uh, basically. Yeah. yeah, okay, good answer. Thank you. Okay, next tough question. Poland or Netherlands? <laughs> <laughs> you I, have to uh, choose one. Yeah, sorry, Thomas, then I would choose Poland. No way! Yeah! <laughs> Why? Because of I were only once in, uh, in Poland. It was uh, in the last year, and uh, it was uh, really a great experience for me. And uh, I want to, uh, yeah, to do this much more often in the future. And uh, sorry, but in the in the Netherlands, I was uh, several times already. <laughs> it's uh, 30 <laughs> kilometers from shopping. <laughs> yeah. All right. Those are those those are tough questions. Just to, just to see your reaction. Um, uh, so Thomas, you want to go with the next one? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So Lamborghini or Porsche Panamera? That is a good question. Uh, do you know what uh, what uh, car I drive? I don't know. No, we, we, no, we see we some don't. other people on Facebook, and then we're questioning is, uh, what your style will be. <laughs> the Hyundai uh, i10. It's a very cheap car. What uh, I think the price was six thousand euros uh, for a complete new car. Yeah, and that is the reason that it, uh, it doesn't matter for me which car I drive. That's basically yeah. the answer. Hopefully, it's okay. It, it's it's the best yes. answer you can give us. Thank you. Okay, uh, the next question. Shopware 6 or Shopware 7? Uh, Shopware 6. <laughs> yeah, why, why Shopware 6, not Shopware 7? Because of I'm pretty sure that I think uh, with Shopware 6, we will also introduce a new uh, versioning scheme. Uh, so getting away a little bit from this uh, big major release steps uh, that are, let's say, a little bit classical and yeah, old-fashioned uh, because of uh, the cloud strategy uh, together with the on-premise strategy is requiring yeah, continuous deployment. And therefore, I don't think we will have this major release uh, steps in the future. It's more, uh, let's say, uh, it's not 100% sure now, but I, I could imagine that we maybe have, let's say, some uh, yearly uh, releases, maybe uh, two or three times a year, there's a new major release for, for the on-premise world. Yeah. And it is not Shopware 6.3 uh, or Shopware 7 or something like that. It's uh, just like Atlassian is versioning their products. It's much more on a yearly base. Yeah. And in the cloud, uh, let's say cloud world, it's um, of course it's uh, uh, yeah we are releasing several times 
uh, a day. So it, it doesn't, it's not longer connected to classical version numbers. Cool. Yeah, we also have a big belief in, 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 in Shopware 6. But just to explain to everybody, um, so Stefan did not know about this question, so he couldn't prepare the, uh, the answers. So this was just, uh, ju just a big, big surprise. Maybe before we go to a close, do you have a question maybe for Boris or for me? Yeah, I really uh, have a question in mind. So what do you think? What is um, the most important next step for Shopware to grow uh, internationally? Uh, I can pick it up. Uh, I think the you know if you look at your strategy and the way you are going with the product and so with the technology, I think it's it's good and you should follow it. It's nothing you should change. The big challenge is uh, you know community just to build uh, build community, get the engagement because that's um, that's something at least what I believe or we believe here very much that uh, it's uh, we work hard we everything is of course about business about challenges but at the end of the day it's a kind of like a big family so Thomas what do you think well I agree with you on the community of course I also think that uh, looking at the functionals uh, from shopware if if we talk to my clients, I think the most important functionals will be on text calculations, so or horizontal or vertically. But I think I saw it on the roadmap, so that's something we really look forward to. Yeah, thank you very much. But overall, Stefan, it's a very good job. So keep doing it, whatever you're doing, because it's uh, it's good. And we, you know, that uh, we are more about cars. We haven't talked much about cars uh, today, but we. We had the proposal to run uh, yeah. um, uh, to run a car podcast, but we decided that Shopware One is going to be more uh, more fun. So Top Gear Unplugged, we said, ah, no, no, it's not a big deal. BBC, yeah. you can you can you know you can wait. The better one is a Shopware One. So you're doing you're doing a good uh, good job. Uh, so could please continue doing a good much. job. Yeah, it's quite interesting. So um, uh, as you uh, yeah uh, told about uh, let's say community and the power of community. So we got three new translations of Shopware 6 within two weeks. And it was uh, for me also some kind of sign, but also some kind of proof how we can scale further in the future. So this, this power of this combined community and uh, the work of uh, a lot of people, uh, it's uh, absolutely impressive. And that can uh, move us uh, and everybody that is part of the Shopware universe to a new dimension in the next months and years that is really really uh, good development yeah absolutely yeah and, and also if you're looking it's not about complaining about magento but uh recently there was again uh, one day when there was so many tweets complaining about you know magento um there is a quite uh known guy from japan who was he was like complaining end of magento support community blah blah he was pissed and most some other people you know that were not happy about what adobe was uh, was doing and what they've done what we've done with community so i think it's also you know uh some gap that is uh, that is that, that is changing on the market that yeah. uh, this, yeah. this this magento community it's still it's still alive because of certain you know momentum and speed mm -hmm. uh like a snowball but it's not something that is increasing. It's more and more people who are, uh, you know, complaining about what, uh, you know, what is uh, what yeah. is happening. So this this used to be an interesting, uh, funny product, great people. Now it just became, you know, not a company yeah. but just a product of Adobe uh, with, you know, targets uh, uh, with, with things. 
it's also yeah. it's, of, of course it's a very thin line eh? and uh, i think that line is for every software vendor so um, now uh, shopware has a, a big momentum across europe eh? we see shopware growing in poland we see shopware growing in in austria in italy in the benelux um, it's still a thin line and i think the most important thing is that if you also keep growing your business so and also keep growing with your colleagues uh, stefan because you i think you w- wouldn't call them employees but you will call them colleagues probably keep doing it from the heart and then people will reward you with being loyal and then hopefully we'll be doing this for the next years as well cool. yeah absolutely that is uh, most important it's all about people so I think that's all what we have for today. So it was a pleasure to uh, pleasure to have you here. Uh, you know, we look uh, we look really forward for for Shopper community today. And I think uh, whoever is listening and just like me forgot to uh, to register or missed some emails that I that I get, uh, it's a good it's a good moment. Uh, is there any limitation? Do you have a limit of people for this digital event? No, no, everybody uh, can attend, of course. Okay. So yeah, join join and attend. We also we will me and Thomas will join. Uh, you know, remotely. We're more hoping. I don't know if you've listened to our first uh, episode uh, where we make a bet about eating uh, croquettes <laughs> yeah, and, the uh, and some uh, grasshoppers. So it won't happen, unfortunately, because of the crisis. But yeah. we, will, we will be for sure there. So we will also make some uh, you know make some comments about about shopware yeah. about shopware community. Great. Stefan, so thank you very much again. And if you if you like this uh, podcast, you can uh, share it. You can invite some other people. And uh, we are looking forward for the uh, next episode. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode five.